0: This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. I'm
1: going
2: to Disney World. I'm going a- Whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa. A- whoa, whoa, whoa. A- You're not Mickey Mouse. you a rat.
2: Rats, man. Besides the tourists, what do they know? Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am standing in for Nathan Hartman. My name is Dave Cobb. And with me today, we have two lovely ladies, Sarah. Hello. And Janine.
4: Hello. It's great to be here.
2: Our regulars. And then we have a special guest today. Who I am so excited to have back on the show. He's one of my favorite theme park people in the world. I'm super lucky because I gotta to go to, got to go with parks with him. He's the coolest guy. Jack Patello.
3: Hello. Oh my gosh. That was very kind of you. I'm I'm one of your favorite theme park people in the world. That's wild. You know so many. How how do I how do I <laughs> land there? Just because you're
2: cool and, and funny and and like, you know what? There's so much negativity out there in the fandoms that your videos and, and your podcast just make me smile. My favorite part is. If you folks don't know, it's Annual Pass Podcast on the Rooster Teeth Network. And um, my favorite one is when when you sort of take everybody through an attraction that they haven't <laughs> been on. Because he just shows the video and like narrates it like they're sitting in the in the vehicle together. And it's ridiculous.
3: And it's she- so funny because when we first started doing it, we, when we started Annual Pass, it was remote. So I was at my house and I would just be reciting rides from memory. Because uh, I'm a nerd, and so it's me reliving these rides just in my head. But now at least I can like pop a YouTube video and kind of like this is what you would be seeing. But uh, but even the last one we did, we did uh, we recorded Frozen Ever After, and I didn't have my laptop, so I literally was looking at just text describing the scenes because just to have them there and it's it's so much fun. I love doing it.
5: My my that's... favorite one is the is the one that you did with the Great Movie Ride because you worked that ride so it was like really cool just like hearing your own experiences on that ride I just absolutely loved it Oh yeah
3: Great Great Movie Ride that's, that's my baby right there I love that's yeah. I will forever I miss her so one. much That's the one ride I mean Dave you probably know more about this but uh you know Jim Henson and the Henson Company was gonna make a Muppet movie ride yes. which was gonna be a, a parody of the Great Movie Ride in the same park so it was like yeah. literally the same ride except Muppetized and that would and have been then, incredible. And I, I've I never defy seen like
4: anyone that. to look me in the eyes and tell me that there's a God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And then for a while they talked about digging that out and and doing it as the redo of the great movie, yeah. and make it the muppetizing mm. it, which is genius. I mean, that's what their movies are. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh what a what, a what a lot what a lot. Maybe we just don't deserve
4: it. You have
3: you have like Kermit is <laughs> James James Cagney at the door by by Mugsy and everything. Oh, that'd be yes. so great. Right. would be oh, so much God. fun stuff.
2: Yeah, like literally do the same sets, but it's got these tiny little Muppets in these human sized spaces.
3: Yeah, Fozzie Just Bear like the on the horse where uh, yeah, you know, John yeah, Wayne yeah. was. Like, oh, that, totally. It's yeah, it sells itself. Anyway. Oh, God. oh
2: well, I mean, rest in peace. Runaway yeah. Railway is fine, but that would have been funnier. Um, yeah. So, uh, where are we starting today? We are starting in Disney theme parks, and we have a bunch of uh, a bunch of announcements there. Some uh, some good, some bad. Janine, why don't you check, uh, kick us off?
4: Yeah, we'll just rip this Band-Aid right off. And uh, Disney is increasing their one-day, one-park ticket prices in a shock to no one. No one. <laughs> um, so the it looks like Animal Kingdom hasn't increased um, on their top line, um, but all of the other parks, including inexplicably Epcot, um, are seeing increases in their ticket prices. Um, some of the days are only for like... Oh, you know, a, a week or so at a time at the at the max price, and that's uh pretty much where it's at. It's not a.
3: I, I have a, so have the tickets been in ranged already like this because I'm looking like at yeah. animal. Can, they, they so they are staggered. I didn't know that. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah, I think they were on a tiered system for a
3: while. Yeah. Wow. They're tiered.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's all Byzantine, very confusing needs to be a full-time job to understand it. You know, classic Disney in 2022.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, and of course, Magic Kingdom is the most expensive. And on the worst day at the Magic Kingdom, it will be $189 That's a crazy. one-day ticket. That is insanity.
5: One day, one park.
4: I mean, is it more crazy to pay $189 to go to Magic Kingdom on that day? Or is it more crazy to just go to Magic Kingdom on that day?
2: You see, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Janine. I'm like... Who the heck would want to go? Who to wants people? to who no. wants to go Like yeah. I had friends who paid extra for the, when they, the old annual pass system and to get the Christmas week, and I'm like, why? Why would it, it, you want to go there? It's, it's it insanity.
4: defies logic to me, especially <laughs> at the end of the day trying to get out of that park when you're exhausted and your kids are crying and tired and you're in a line for an hour and a half just to leave.
5: Not even just that, what you're spending in the park, because like in order to get like Genie Plus and then the food and then the merch, like per guest, you're probably coming out of there with like three hundred dollars. Like, And that's budget. budget. That's a budget.
3: Yeah, Yeah. that's why that's a a family's going to spend a thousand dollars for one day with two kids and two parents like that's nuts. Yeah, that's not.
2: And and it's weird. It's I was did Epcot go down one hundred and fourteen dollars for one day on the low end?
4: Uh, I don't know what its previous low end date or price point was. Um, and a lot of these have know. to
2: do with a lot of these have to do with their physical capacity, right? The reason yeah. that they're in, trying to entice people to go to Epcot is because it can hold a heck of a lot more than Magic Kingdom, you know
4: but that's what's big but range. there's like no attraction
2: Right, attraction capacity does not matter. look at animal kingdom right it's very yeah. cheap but that has that has a lot less attraction capacity than than hollywood studios or epcot or magic kingdom so yeah. this is about bodies in the park this is about regulating yeah. how many bodies are in the park and the bigger parks are like come on in
5: I think I think one of the weirdest parts about the range or tiered system is that, say, like you're buying your tickets day of. So you're going to basically have to, like, have 50 extra dollars just in case if the ticket goes up. Like, I think that that's such a crazy concept that why not just have it at fixed rates? Right. Um, Yeah.
2: I mean, all of this is also pushing people towards don't just go one day. If you're going to spend that much, you know, this is all. Trying to get yeah. more bodies there for a longer yeah. time, spending more money on vacations. So, yeah, I'm Not, a, like you said, surprising no one.
3: I am curious. So, like, so two like two day tickets. I'm seeing from 144 per day. So it's like, at what point is it like cheaper to buy two day tickets to get into just Magic Kingdom? Yeah, like that. It's so wild that you have to now have a spreadsheet to figure out. Like,
4: yeah, because like some of these, we
3: on the graph. Can we go to the park for the cheapest? You know,
4: yeah. From one forty-four a day. I mean, Animal Kingdom is starts at one oh nine.
2: Yeah, it's it's insanity. But you're right; it is. Oh, it, it's is, so Byzantine. It is, it is it, and it, and that's by design, right? It is purposefully confusing, so that it, it there is no. Hey, let's go to the park. There's no spontaneity. Everybody's got to yeah. look and find out. You know, we found that it's so out today. I'm going this weekend to Disneyland with some friends from out of town, and I booked my Magic Key reservation weeks ago. And at the last minute, my husband was like, I think I want to go. And he doesn't have a magic key. So we're like, yeah, we'll get you a ticket. And we looked and he can't. And now it's Thanksgiving weekend. Sure. I get it. But still, like
4: Ooh, I, I you just should can't be able to get someone in with you. Right.
2: Right. Oh well. It's it's fine. There'll be there'll be more Disney parks in our future, I think.
4: <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Who can say? <laughs> who can
2: say? Um moving on, we actually have an unlovely little story. This is a great little update about small yeah.
4: I love this update. It's um, only so far in Disneyland, but Disneyland Small World was uh, updated with a couple of dolls, two brand new dolls who use wheelchairs. Um, They're super cute. Um, They're both like stylized wicker wheelchairs. Um, It's just, it's adorable. It's inclusive. We love to see it.
2: Kim Irvine man she's the executive creative director of Disneyland Resort and I'm I'm honored to sit next to her on the Thea uh, Awards Committee and she is delightful and so I'm not surprised that this came out as cute and classy as it is um because everything that's been updated and polished on that attraction in the last you know 20-30 years spinner, her yeah, um, but it's cool. great it's super cute it's uh you know it's a, a fulfilling one of the keys right yeah it's the yeah. it's the fifth key it's inclusion
4: um apparently similar additions are anticipated at Disney World and Disneyland Paris next year. Cool. Uh Disney World, I'm hoping that it's coming with like a bit of a refurbishment because Disney World's <laughs> it's a small world is in a sad state right now. Wow. Like all of the fiber optics are out, which is a travesty. That's the best part. Um I mean, I'll have
2: to so show weird, you but... I'll have to show you pictures sometime of there was the small world clone that I wrote in China at some really broke-ass park um and it hadn't been maintained in a long time it was all dusty the the dolls were all creepy looking and weird but the the best part about it was that on the wall at the end there was a sun with the mattel logo in the middle of it
5: well interesting
2: and i'm like why oh i know why because they took pictures of it in the 70s (laughs) when mattel sponsored it
1: (laughs) oh my god
2: i have i photographic proof of this um I, I will post it to the i'll tell nathan to post it to the rockcastle twitter it's unbelievable they c- copied it right down to the sponsorship that they did
3: <laughs> this is like the beginning of like a child's play movie right where you go yeah. and everything's little janky little knockoff and then they all come to life and kill you <laughs> yes, and it would be yes. Small World where that <laughs> yes. happens.
4: Right, it I would know, right. for sure.
3: I, I got to say, looking at the photos, like I really like this because it's not like glaring. It's not like in your face, yeah. and it's also not no. like look at us being inclusive. It's like no, they're just part of the part of the cast. Like that's really just cool. I get that a hundred
4: percent. The way it should be. Handled. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. And you know, just and you know, it's 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 because there's going to be some family with a child permanently in a wheelchair riding that ride vehicle with their beautiful little ride vehicle that takes the wheelchair on it, which I love that they have. Yeah. And just they get to see themselves. This is what this is all about. That's awesome. Yeah.
4: Very yeah. Cool.
2: Really. Um, great. New treehouse. I'm very excited about this. Jeannie. why don't you tell us about it?
4: Yeah. Disney. More Disneyland. <laughs> uh, Disneyland is uh, getting a refresher that on um, the treehouse. Uh, Adventureland treehouse is uh, getting its update. Um, they Disney Parks blog posted some really beautiful concept art, which. That's the danger is posting, you know, we've <laughs> talked about this before, the danger of concept art and how it never really comes out the way, yeah. the way they hope. But, um, uh, it's inspired by the, uh, Swiss family Robinson and, um, what it, is the Swiss family Robinson? God, I'm, just, I'm <sighs> kidding. I know what it is. It's beyond <laughs> my time. It uh, right. is beyond, no, no. like, I've never seen it. Yeah. It's a film from
2: sixties when and... my
4: mother was an infant. <laughs>
2: It was. I mean, it was a novel. It was a novel. It was a very popular live-action Disney film in the sixties. And, but you know, l- I will say this looks like the Adventureland treehouse of my childhood, which is awesome. Um, but of course, they're doing it because surprise, Disney Plus has a limited series of Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, coming. I didn't know that. Oh that's- yes, that's why. That's why, and and Tarzan Trieste, it was great. I love Tarzan Trieste, but it kind of ran its course. Yeah, um, I'm sad to see it go. A, a, a legendary Imagineer, Bob Berenick, um led that one, and it was so great. But they're getting rid of the little walk, uh, little stairs, and then bridge over to get into it. That was all added to increase capacity, um, and access, I guess. <laughs> not so if getting rid of it, I'm not sure what the path will be anymore. But it looks like where the water wheel is is equivalent to that. Uh, overhang like it's coming out into the it pack. looks really it's like gonna
4: small be steps because it's very funny to me to be going from look how inclusive we are with wheelchairs <laughs> to
2: something that's completely that, inaccessible thank you thank you for pointing that out what what i'm uh what i've been uh, uh, made to believe is that the bottom level a, a lot more of the scenic and peak ends and where you see the little rooms are down at the bottom and okay. then oh, okay. there is an equivalent experience on the ground level that is completely accessible that the upstairs part is just more of it basically Oh, okay
4: cool
3: you don't think they yeah. just have like college program kids like have to pick up and carry someone <laughs> up, <to> you, <laughs> up the stairs yeah. yeah
2: yeah just like just like <laughs> was... the swiss family robinson did you yeah. know
5: yeah i'm really disappointed that they didn't go through with the incanto treehouse yeah. and you know- I understand yeah. I understand why like and i th- and I'm kind of hoping I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that this might mean that they have bigger things in store maybe they have an actual dark ride or something going on that we could see soon um but I mean it, it does look very beautiful um yeah. and like you said the Tarzan entry it kind of like run its course
2: uh, and Con would have been I agree they would have been lovely for this it just couldn't have handled the capacity because it's exactly such a small, there's no room behind that to put a show building or anything because behind that is pirates and indie so and it would have been um, rushed
5: so like i would rather yeah, them take their time into yeah. creating something that's actually intentional and beautiful um for instance in kanto
2: yeah and we've all heard the the fan desire and rumor of let's take mystic manor from hong kong and do an Encanto overlay and i would lose no, it's okay. my oh my gosh. mind yeah. Yeah, that,
3: I love that you said the fan theory because you literally came up with that last episode. Like, you know, it was like the, <laughs> you're like, it would be so cool. They should do Mystic Manor with you know, Casita, and it's like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. And now you're yeah, like, I, all I, these fans are saying this thing, I'm just saying,
2: millions of fans, yeah. it's true, though. Well, yes, but the, but the thing is, I went to Twitter like a week or two later, and and somebody else said it who doesn't follow me, so okay, it's like, someone all okay. your idea. You
4: know, no, no, I think it's no, I think it's, it's one a of convergence, those it's a natural yeah. it's like, ah, a cyclical wow. reporting.
3: He, you know, like, oh, who said that? Wow, what? Okay, and then yeah, but we right, have right, right.
4: we have receipts, we have
5: timestamps of <laughs> when Dave said it, so they better run you your check, Just Dave.
2: Imagineering, call me, I have the whole yeah. thing mapped out in my head. Um, <laughs> so uh, moving on, our next one is oh, goodness. This Is a little good and a little bad right, after, right after each other, right? Sara, yes.
5: So, Disneyland Magic Keys, the Never Ending Saga, um, they were not available for purchase, um, like new purchase for a while. I want to say almost the entire year. Um, specifically, the Inspire Key and the Belief Key kind of had sold out for a while, um, and they were just available to be renewed, um, beginning in August, and that ended up just um, not really being that great. Um, So Disland ended up opening uh, sales, resuming sales for the Magic Keys um, and they sold out in two days, which is crazy.
2: That's insane. Yeah, so. I I mean, here's the thing. I'm not surprised that -hmm. they reopened them because of how the stock's doing, right? Crowds be damned. Let's get more people in that park. And
5: a lot of people didn't renew. So right, I think a lot right. of them regretted it and yeah. wanted to go ahead and purchase those passes again. Cause that's what I kept seeing all over yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Um, but I think it's crazy that they, that they sold out. Like, I, I just don't understand how they can sell out in two days. Like, is it just, and why would they open them up right before the holiday season? That that part <laughs> right. doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're well, blocked out. I,
2: I, Oh, that's true. I was going to say it makes sense because it's trying to get people to come for the holidays, but you're right. It, there's a whole section of it. That's...
4: I think it, it, it even says uh, they issued a statement. That they're wanting to open it in time for holiday giving. So
2: oh. so people
4: can buy them as a gift for other people and say, hey, Merry Christmas. I got you. An I'm sorry. Pass. I'm not buying my gifts right now. Like I haven't started. So I don't know who's buying them gifts.
2: right now. Who's buying gifts right now? And I, who in
5: nobody... the hell is buying an annual pass as a gift? Like what a, is, who does that? Who,
4: here you. Oh, yeah, I would. I would. That's something
3: I would I, do. I, it's funny. I, I I bought an annual pass. Oh, well, it's a Disney World for my mom. Uh, oh, okay. Like, cause she Aww. she takes my nephews there all the time and she goes all the Aww. time. And so my wife and Katie and I went to Disney uh, Disney World and we have annual passes already. And like, let's get one for my mom because a that's actually gonna save her money in the long run because of mm. discounts and stuff. And yeah. b she'd appreciate yeah. it. I've only seen my mom cry twice in my life. Once Aww. once was at a funeral and once was me giving this giving that pass to her. She literally started Aww. crying. I was like. Oh my gosh! Oh. And so, and she has used the crap out of that thing. And, oh, you know, that's
5: so, awesome! I nice yeah. that. Maybe because I'm thinking need... from a from a broke mindset. I'm not <laughs> buying <laughs> anybody a <pack>. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, she she's renewed it. I'm not renewing it. She can pay for that, but you know <laughs> that's the, the initial one that was yeah. all us.
4: That that's nice. That like, is wholesome. That
2: is so <laughs> yeah. wholesome.
3: <laughs>
4: that's Sounds like good. one of the it's reminders of like why we love Disney in the first place. Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. like, you know, she took me there so much when I was a kid. And it's like, that's why I fell in love with it. I was definitely like that 90s era Disney kid where yep, I just kind of I'm like I sort of hit that perfect sort of time window where like as the parks were showing up, we had these newer parks, Universal even. And it's like I fell in love with them then. And now as an adult, I can appreciate it on a different level. And that's why I love talking yeah. about this stuff, because I've been through multiple phases from like a kid to doing the college program to now being an adult. It's been. A lot of fun, and that's that's sort of yeah. the magic to me in all of this. And then yeah. getting yeah. a chance to meet like people like Dave, and you know, like it's it's so cool. And, like we, I met Jim Schull and you know, uh, like Greg Hall, and like all of these amazing people that work on this stuff that I got to see when I was a kid. It's it's such a cool <laughs> time, and it's such a cool it's such a cool family of people doing this stuff. And that's why I'm so happy to be able to, like hang with you all right now and let's talk about this. Yay.
2: Well, we love you. This is this is just love fest and, and mutual admiration <laughs> society. No, seriously, I, I the, 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 those those trips we had to the park in May were like two of my favorite days. <laughs> at Universal ever they were so much fun so another big change Sarah and this is actually kind of surprising being how money grubbing they are right now I'm surprised they're doing this
5: yeah I'm actually really glad about this um, yeah. because personally it's it's so difficult to get a reservation um, any dining reservation in the parks right now so <laughs> yeah. um, Disney has officially confirmed that um, you can now cancel your dining reservations up to two hours in advance um, without a cancellation fee, which is really nice because the previous way that a lot of people were kind of bypassing the system was through changing the date and then canceling it and all that. And like, it was, if you forgot the 24 hour change, like it was just a whole mess and you would yeah. get charged or whatever. Um yeah but I'm excited about this because it allows for more spontaneous kind of like dining reservations. Like you can kind of like just book one if one has canceled. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. I hope,
2: I hope that's the, the halo effect is Mm -hmm. that you can walk up, you know, two hours before. Is that how you think this is going to play out? (laughs) No, I'm just like, (laughs) let me have (laughs) a moment. (laughs) Let me have a moment of joy. Just one. Girl, it's
4: hard getting a reservation out here.
5: I just think it's going to make make it harder. I heard that yeah. they are also doing it for Disneyland. I I saw that on Twitter. So I don't can't confirm, They're less t-
2: but the, in the Disneyland app it says you will possibly be charged. And the the thing is I've I've canceled a couple hours before and they never charge me. If, especially I've just gone if you to go, go the rest- Yeah, you yeah. I, right, I or I just go to the restaurant and I say, "Oh, my, you know, my kid's sick. We got to leave the park." Lie, lie, lie. And they'll just <laughs> the <laughs> they'll kid. have mercy on you and do that. But like I have not been able to get uh, an actual reservation at a Disney restaurant, like I whenever been I' trying open this... for
5: lamplight brunch for two months, I can't get. Yeah. It. Like, I can't.
2: It, it's ridiculous. Like, I'll for, I'll book a reservation. What what is it? You can do six weeks now f- ahead for a park or eight. I think it's two months.
3: Yeah, I think it's a little bit more than that. Because we oddly, oddly enough, we actually booked some dinner reservations last night for January because I'm going okay. out for the marathon weekend. So, like, we, oh, have, we, have, we have a group of us going, and so we book some stuff. So I think we we booked like breakfast at Grand Floridian and uh yeah. I think Mama Melrose in Hollywood Studios. So yeah, but maybe yeah. M-
2: maybe my problem is that Disneyland just doesn't have the the the, the amount <laughs> mm. and they run out so much quicker cuz I booked a this like for instance the Saturday. I booked this day like at least 6 weeks if not 8 weeks ago. And the day I made the reservation, I went to do dining reservations and I could get, you know, Catal out in, in uh out in mm. downtown disney or or tortilla joe's or the or, or or the 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 grand californian uh buffet and that's it like there's there was nothing yeah there's nothing in either park it was ridiculous how yeah. how it went so quickly anyway this i don't know may, i think it, if they do this at disneyland it actually might have a halo effect of stuff opening up more um just because there's less yeah places
5: because if you have an obligation, like, you're going to go. But yeah. then if you can cancel, then it, yeah. you probably won't go. Yeah. But, I, uh, but
2: I, I think the truth is both sides of that. I think you're right, Janine. It's just going to make it harder. It's, <laughs> it's the Hunger Games. It literally you know, is
4: if the Hunger Games. they had to Games. cancel the day before, you know, like, all those – when you go in the morning to see what's available – yeah. It's not going to be available. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, w- I
3: wonder if this does make it where more people just kind of book stuff. Like, oh, yeah, we can just cancel two hours beforehand. Ooh, and so that's yeah. True. Start eating up yeah. reservations. So, yeah, yeah. that's my that's my worry. Yeah. That, yeah. I
4: didn't well, we'll 100% yeah. just grab them just to grab them because mm-hmm. people are like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. so, hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, the next bit of news we have is a, a possible ride. Disney has filed a patent that I found super interesting. Um, for a uh, Moana style, is shown as the possible IP, but it's an immersive projection dome with a boat in water, and and like imagine the Jaws boat, the, the motion base of the Jaws boat, but it's stationary, and you have a big screen around you that can do sort of a simulator ride on a boat, and of course everyone's bemoaning, ugh, more screens, but it's like uh, have you been on pirate Shanghai? Cause it's a lot of screens and it's amazing. M- m- my theory looking at this patent is that they already have a patent for pirates. This is adding boat motion to that. I don't think that like the, the article that, it, that we linked to says something about, you know um, more capacity for a water item, like actually a static simulator, you need like
4: I was 400 here, of these. I'm yeah. sitting here doing the math and I'm like, that looks like a really big dome. It's a very small boat yeah. in a, Like how many, it seats 12 people in a dome with a floor print of what? That's got to be a hundred meters square. Right
3: (laughs) now, Dave, is this something like forbidden journey where maybe you combine the ride mechanics of that pirates ride and then it'll kind of like take you into a room like this where you're now suddenly surrounded and it's like, you can look around this full 360 and then move on to something else. Or is this an individual standalone attraction?
2: It, yeah it might be like this could be something that it pulls into like the the little um waterfall rooms in runaway railway yeah right yeah, where you pull into thinking. you pull it or the or the end of of rise of the resistance where you go into the motion base um the, the for folks who don't know pirate shanghai is unlike any other pirates in the world and what it is is a very large boat it's something like 16 maybe 18 or 20 passengers and it's got a track system underneath guided by magnets where um the front and back of the boat are sort of pinned to the to a, ma- a different magnet and can be controlled separately which allows the boat to yaw like an omni mover so mm. it's and it's flat it's flat in the water and you are in water but it, this it does things just like this but like strafing by the screen and you're in a big pirate battle so it's it's a hybrid between the pirates that you know and this sort of new scenic and multimedia ride. And, and then the thrill rather than a drop is like the magnets sort of pull you like a launch over a drop at the end. Um, oh, cool. Watch watch video online. It is, I went in with the highest of possible expectations for that ride because it had been sold to me like this is, it, it's, it was the rise of the resistance of its time in terms of like no one had ever seen anything like it. And I, I was blown out of the water, pun intended by it. This looks to me like, an extension of that like they're adding yaw and pitch and roll to that same idea Mm. maybe not on a track maybe on a maybe trackless i have no idea but you're right jack this could be if people go and look for it online you'll see it's a static looking dome with a static looking boat but i think that could be something that it pulls into
3: maybe yeah, yeah. Now I do have a question for for the crew here. I'm assuming Dave, you've been there, but have you guys been to Disney Quest or did you go to Disney Quest back? I, in the day? I
4: grew up yeah. at Disney Quest. Do
3: you remember the boat ride thing with yes, the paddles?
4: All the time.
3: <laughs> I wonder, like this gives me like throwback memories of that. Yeah. Of just sitting there and paddling and it not working. I right. was
4: just thinking about that ride when we were <laughs> at Iapa because in the arcade section there was like a canoe. Kayaking yeah. simulator game, and I was like, it doesn't hold a candle. The Disney Quest,
3: there's so much well, cool and, stuff at Disney Quest. And,
2: and in, in addition to the paddling one, which was the Jungle Cruise, remember there was always also the Pirates of the Caribbean one where oh, you yeah. were on the, the, the deck of the boat and it would move and pitch and yaw because it was on like airbags, and you had four people with cannons and one person driving the ship. And this fully interactive, like, ride through pirates video game, it was crazy cool. Like, they should put that in the parks anyway, just make it a little upcharge. Like, it's it's rad. But yeah, its it, time. Yeah, totally, totally. Anyway, I dig the idea of a Moana ride completely. <laughs> There's so much visually in that ride. Um, the it mythology seems like it'll be it
5: massive.
3: So yeah, like, I
5: don't know right. where they would put that ride.
3: Well, yeah, you, You're not happy with the Moana water of walkthrough or whatever it's water called? Water of walkthrough. <laughs> the water of walkthrough. <laughs> the thing at Epcot that I, I, I yeah, it's like, it, it feels like it's the imagination sort of waltzing waters, except just. With foliage yeah. attached to it and rocks? I don't know. I
2: mean, this this could go... I mean, it could go in Magic Kingdom if it goes in Adventureland, mm. maybe. Um, it could go in Epcot if they want to add sort of a uh, Pacific Island uh, pavilion, multicultural pavilion. It could go in Animal Kingdom if they uh, uh, sort of...
5: Animal Kingdom want. would be good.
4: Weren't they yeah. talking about... But it's not like about animals is the problem. Paving over Dinoland with like a Moana theme. Yeah. Kind of hinting at that.
2: Yeah, no. I get. I or guess. I, yeah. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. Zootopia was another one, and I guess you could make the argument that Moana is sort of about conservation. Yeah, kinda, like water, sorta. nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
3: well, just implement this ride system with living with the land, and at the end Ooh. of it, suddenly you know it pulls in, <laughs> and you've got this big, you know, that'd be elaborate, and then that's just don't don't get rid of it, just add on to it. I love
5: that. Be sick. I love They it. already have the dome. Like True. you just put yeah. the water stuff in it. So
2: living with yeah. the land of oh, the old song i am missing. <laughs> um uh now we move on to corporate stuff so everybody put on your suit, jacket and tie and carry your briefcase and and look mean <laughs> and non-creative and hate creative people and um let's see what do we got the first one again surprising no one hiring freezes dun, dun, dun. so they are doing a bunch of layoffs and targeted freezes and again this is Absolutely, one thousand percent in response to their current stock performance. Right?
5: Is this in the parks
4: as well, or just? I was just thinking: is it parks or corporate? Um,
2: you know, the parks are the only thing that are making
3: money, right? Yeah, I was going to say that was like the one thing that was making money on their recent announcement. So I can't imagine they're going to be cutting from the parks too much. And they
5: they can't because, like, right now they're going through major. um, What is that thing called? Where like people get fired and then they hire new people restructure not restructuring they have like really high turnover, turnover rate yeah they oh, have really turnover, high turnover yeah, yeah. rate. yeah because it's like their new attendance policy especially in Disneyland has been causing a lot of issues um so they've been training like if you go to the parks right now you'll see big training groups going through traditions or like kind of just like looking at the park so um it wouldn't make sense for them to do hiring freezes in the parks right now
2: um yeah I That's mean a lot I was of it say.
4: they've been having like record profits also at the parks yeah. yeah
2: yeah which is why they're opening up you know season passes again and wanting to make more money keep that engine going but like it, and it's so weird to me because it used to be the opposite like from somebody like me back in the 70s and 80s before the Eisner decade or two it was like oh no the the the, the um, you know the the studio often kept the parks alive, and then vice versa. And they'd have a terrible year of a couple movies, and the parks would keep the studio alive. So it is going back and forth a lot. But the, but a lot of it just has to do with the Disney Plus uh, losses, right? They lost like uh 1.4 billion for the end of this quarter, which is about 800 million more than the year before. Oh so my God. Yeah, yeah. So it's um uh so I think it'll be it'll be uh development and management for streaming
3: more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, they spent some ungodly amounts on content. It was like 40 billion dollars on content, which is <laughs> yeah. wild. But I mean, you know, but for right. every Marvel movie there you're going to have a, a couple duds too. So, you know, it's, <laughs> oof, that's so much money.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a ridiculous amount of money. Um but yet in doing that, the next thing they're doing, they just bought the global dream. You know about this, the the, the cruise that ship was that crazy. wasn't finished? Yeah, yeah.
5: And so random. Like why? Like I, I don't and it's not sailing out of the US, right? Like it's only no. it's for Asia, right?
2: Uh I think Europe.
5: Europe. Okay. So oh,
2: no so- no, you're right.
4: Asia, yeah, yeah.
3: So I don't know the full story behind this. So this was a cruise ship that had been built or was being built, and just someone bailed on it, or what happened. I'm with right?
4: Jack here. I I don't know anything about this.
2: Um, it was, I forget which cruise line was doing it. Uh, but it was, uh, it was under construction. It was almost finished. And evidently the, uh, um, the, the backers, the fund funding for it just shriveled up. And I think that's because of like this was in construction during COVID. Mm. So I, uh, and the cruise, cruise industry went bloop. So they, I think Disney is just capitalizing on, you know, pennies on the dollar purchase of this ginormous, bigger than any other ship they've had. Now, the thing is they have other ships of this scale coming. The, they have a Triton class Ship yeah. coming in 2025, which is like this. It's one of those massive, massive mega ships. Because up until now, the Disney Cruise Lines have been fairly intimate. They're they're they're, they're they don't really sell themselves. Like Four
5: thousand. Yeah, they're
2: know. they're pretty small and they're great for it. Like I, mm-hmm. I've been on two Disney cruises and they're a lot of fun because they're sort of small and they're not this giant thing full of casinos. You know, um but this is a different market. This is aiming at a m- much larger market. I would assume if it's Asia, this is definitely a- aiming at a massive Asian market.
5: Yeah. Um If they go for Europe, that would be ridiculous. Like yeah. it, it would be very dumb of them to do that, considering what happened with the Euro Park. Um, yeah. But to do Asia would be yeah. very smart. Yeah. Because um, they could totally like capitalize on that. But I don't know where they would go. Like, what um, destinations it would hit? Well, I'll
2: yeah. Say. If it's um, if it's if it's not here then you miss out on things like castaway key and and um oh it's oh it's genting okay now that makes sense genting uh are the people that it's they're in, in malaysia and Ooh. um um uh, they are the ones who built the genting sky worlds park that hmm. had all that 20th century fox theming it had like ice age and and uh um planet of the apes and 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 then and disney now sort of kind of licenses to them because all that shifted over yeah so hmm. that's that makes this even more ironic that it hmm. was a, a again Genting had a lot of uh, a lot of issues i guess um it was canceled in 20, 2020 june of this year uh, oh and the shipbuilder filed for bankruptcy okay they probably got it
5: for a deal well the, the <laughs> hull was going to be sold for
2: scrap and, oh like, my God! And Disney came in and said, "Thank you. We'll buy that for nearly nothing." Wow! <laughs> That's I wild. wonder
5: what pricing will look like for this as well. Because if it is um, a Malaysian-based company, yeah. like in the Southeast, like I wonder what that how much cheaper it would be.
2: Yeah, well, they six thousand
5: not- people is a lot.
2: It is, but they may not be sticking to that market. Who knows? They haven't said anything about where they're going to place this. Mm. It's just coming into the into the cruise line. But the, the ships are gradually getting bigger anyway, so this makes sense. But you know, they're tight on cash now, guys.
5: <laughs> they're laying off people. We're building three new ships, but we're broke.
2: <laughs> that's be- that's why they're broke. You guys just sold that
5: magic ships. keys, but we're so broke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally what it is. Like I don't even know what they're talking about. Tiniest
2: tiniest violin. Tiny tiny tiny. So then our next bit of business here, oh, you know, related to buying giant ships and why they're freezing things and laying off people. The Disney stock plunged this week and uh, um, a, a, a pundit from CN- CNBC, an analyst there, calls for JPEG to be fired on air. <laughs> so I wonder if that's going to happen. It's the mad money guy.
3: That's J- yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim Cramer. Cramer. Yeah, he's, 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 a, Cramer. He's, a total, he's a total douche.
2: yeah yeah, totally (laughs) totally yeah uh but how much let's see they said record numbers for the theme park division but missed expectations overall okay um disney stock currently sits at 87 dollars, closing to a low of 85 set on march 23rd yeah and that that stock was up to like pre pre pre-pandemic was over 100 bucks Mm -hmm. so because i had some and sold it um but you know, do we think this kind of press is ever gonna uh, is is Chapek just Teflon? Mm.
3: Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's tough. Like, it's 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 hard because now the more you look at it, the more you realize a lot of the stuff that he's dealing with is the stuff that Iger set in place. Yeah, and like Iger, you know, started up Disney Plus and like made the Fox acquisition and spent a lot of money and kind of just threw Chapek the keys and walked. So. Yeah. I I, it's hard to put all the blame on him. Certainly there is some blame to put on him. um, But I mean, it's still I mean, it's it's a rough situation. The last last, like three or four years has been just just not great for Disney in general. And yeah, I don't see it getting better. I mean, I don't know that Disney Plus is suddenly going to have this giant renaissance and like people flooding to it. And even the parks with Epic Universe opening in Florida, it's like they've got nothing in response to it. So I just I don't know. I don't know what's going on over at Disney right now
2: and and it's kind of telling that this comment, although again made by Jim Kramer who is the, the thing about uh uh financial success is listen to Jim Kramer and then do the exact opposite he's <laughs> he's a loon um but it's on cNBC which is comcast so this is a fun little pot shot too
5: mm, <laughs> Shane. Shade. Yeah. Now, it I, was shade.
3: I will say, I'm looking at the stock right now. In so I'm looking at five years of stock. So five years ago, in 2017, the stock was at 105, 104. Yeah. And today, yeah. it closed at 91. So it's not, I mean, Ooh. it hit a high of yeah. about 197, almost 200. And that was last March. So that was, like, right when kind of the pandemic was lifting and the, everyone was flooding into the parks and <laughs> yeah. Disney was everywhere. And it's dipped since then, but still, it's like, it's not like it's it's record lows. I mean, it's it's low for you know last years, but it's not like not wildly fluctuating, in, in my opinion. But I mean, right, I don't know the right, stock right. market that well,
5: and it'll right. definitely bounce back. So it's not yeah. like it's shocking. But yeah, yeah. Disney's not shutting like, down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of um, Bob Shayepec, like there are times where I really do feel bad for him. Like I, I think he gets a lot of like things just thrown at him for things that were out of his control. Yeah. Um, but he's still. A trash um <laughs> like he's not he doesn't give us like cardigan daddy you know like he just doesn't give us that vibe so i feel like that's why a lot of people really don't like him
2: which is a big part of like being that's a the, disney ceo that's yeah. the, right that's what walt knew that's what eisner knew that's what I knew
5: if he just looked a little bit less like a supervillain with that new beard <laughs> right yeah. i really think he would get a lot of grace like he just needs. i honestly find the
4: beard more endearing like, I think it's scary.
5: I think I mean, that was like, like it's very like me, pointy. First of all. No, no, no. Just it, like me. No, Dave, your beard is like <laughs> 10 times better. Like it's so pretty. yeah it like the
3: Alex Jones beard thing going like on there. Yeah,
5: like it's it just doesn't look right. Like, the
3: like and Ted it's a great icy Ugh
5: like yeah. it just yeah i don't know it just jack frost vibes yeah like um,
2: even <laughs> even i mean and let's let's not get it twisted e- even eisner and Iger in their cuddliness were also ruthless businessmen exactly I- it's just about optics it's about it's just pretty be a little privileged nicer.
5: it's really just pretty privileged at right. its finest just be a
2: little nicer to your customers and <laughs> say don't tell them that they don't deserve to be there which is basically what he said yeah. for yeah. fans of the parks like don't do that don't
5: yeah, like don't literally know. step on them and then just be like yeah. oh excuse me like you know like you can't do that yeah
3: Chapek yeah. so, looks like the uncle whose house you'd go to but you're not allowed to touch anything you know it's <laughs> like, he like
2: makes you uncle <laughs> yeah like don't don't
3: touch my stuff you little you know cr- you know it's like no, sorry sorry yeah but, he's but, like, the
2: one that's got the living room that no one is allowed in yeah that's yeah it's got like the, the nice home home theater and the bar and yeah. i just feel like you i just know, know
5: <laughs> he has like something weird that he collects like i just know <laughs> it like something just so obscure so weird like listeners you're just like, uh, are you listeners please
2: Listeners, please send us your ideas of what you think, <laughs> the weird thing you think uh, uh, Bob Chapek collects. You can write us at bit.ly slash ratcastle. Uh, that will be a topic next next show. Let's give yeah. a list of the weird things that Bob Chapek collects.
5: Like, I don't know why, but I just feel like he would just collect weird shit. Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. and it just yeah. would be
5: like in a very like in a vault that you can't touch.
2: Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like uh, it's all creepy old antique porcelain yeah. dolls with scary faces. That's literally what so-
5: I was thinking. That was my first thought. Like something weird <laughs> like that.
2: <laughs> moving on, moving on. Uh, this is seemingly a good thing, but why is my why are my hackles raised that it might not be um, yeah. that they announced a location and a developer for an affordable and attainable housing initiative near Walt Disney World. It's about 80 acres of land for new housing development. The idea, I guess, is employees will be sort of first to be able to apply and have to meet certain financial um, requirements to be able to live here. But that it is, I think it's open for outside, uh, people outside the company too, I think. It's it's one of those things where I'm like, they're getting tax credits for this, right? There's a reason they're doing
3: this. Yeah, that, that certainly feels like because it's on their property, which I'm sure they're donating and then <laughs> yeah. you know and the, the, even the fact that it's like but oh. it's a
4: private company that's building it so i don't i actually yeah. don't think that they're getting any sort of tax break from
3: this that no
4: i can think of but it's affordable yeah.
5: housing like if you... i think it means
4: they can say tell their cast members yeah we pay you nothing but we have affordable housing there oh like the college program <laughs> kind of like it's
3: just down the street yeah. from the college program too right i think they yeah. moved all the college kids over there
5: this is so unbelievable! Like it's dystopian. Like it's very dystopian. It's
4: only thirteen hundred units. Uh,
2: uh, right. It's not that. That's the other thing. Don't don't get too excited. It's not that many. This is like a, these are the original plans for Epcot for thirteen hundred people. <laughs> right. And it's gonna, you know, it's you know, it's gonna be lousy with pop up, uh, with a uh, with chain stores and and there's gonna be like four Starbucks and a and a Pete's Coffee and that's it. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
5: If you, I just want just a piece of advice. If you work at Disney, please, I am begging you, get out of the Disney bubble. Do not surround your entire life with Disney. As someone that had done that for years, like it'll cloud your
4: judgment. Like,
2: go, t- go <laughs>
3: touch some grass, please, go please, touch like, some please, grass. Not,
4: please, not not uh, hub grass. Yeah, yeah Go, not go, grass. go, go, go grass. ride
3: VelociCoaster. coaster. Go check out a different water. Yes, <laughs> oh my gosh, that'll shake you up. Yeah, that'll shake yeah. You up. but that, it, that... but
5: it looks nice. It's it seems very walkable. Like the yeah. they have pools. You know, like it's got it's water green, features,
2: but it's got yeah. walkways. It's got dog parks. You but
3: know? It is is it like affordable housing celebration? Like I'm I'm confused though what this is exactly. I mean, it's just like okay. I, I'm curious I how much it, Disney I, will have their hands on it.
2: Right, like like will there be any amenities that are identifiably is, Disney? Like yeah. there was with with. Uh, is that wh- a
5: freeway? Is it next to a freeway? It's it next, to the, to be right next to the
2: right next. Yeah, it's right next to State Road 429.
5: Cause, like, why it's, does the surrounding area look so gross?
2: <laughs> like, well, it looks like it was, you know, an unused land on the corner of the property that was too close hmm. to other residential or other industrial. That they're like, what do we do with this? Um, yeah. But like, will I guess my questions are: Are they going to run it? Are they? Are they the leasors Are they the landlords? Or is that going to? Is the, is the developer doing that? Do is they take separate, money
5: out of your check? Like, does how the does that city work?
2: Do it because it's you know a lot of times um, affordable housing. And, and low income housing is done through the city in some places. Yeah. I have no idea what Florida does. So this one, lots of questions. I'm sure we'll hear a it lot more like about it. It looks like it's later. run
4: by the Michaels organization. I'm really curious. My boyfriend's stepfather works for a company that specializes in building affordable housing stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him about it. Oh, You're
2: it says sure. right here on the Disney blog. Yes, the Michaels organization build, own, and operate, and it's a prominent and visionary developer known for creating high quality homes and communities in many states including Florida. So this is a this is a developer play, right? So the developer is going to win out in terms of money. Um yep. we'll see. We'll see. So uh, the developer how probably
4: has all sorts of tax incentives and things like they, that. So the, the the developer is the one. Yeah.
3: Right. I mean and, if you can did, take
4: advantage of this, go for it.
5: Yeah. Affordable housing is an affordable housing, girl. Like, go for it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like, I'll be signing up. Yeah, totally. so it
3: looks yeah. like it's near a solar power uh, power plant, which is kind of cool off of uh, 429. Mm. I'm kind of looking in the area on Google Maps right now trying to find it. Apparently there's a five guys nearby, so at least they got Ooh, that going for God. them.
4: <laughs> But that's expensive. Five guys next to affordable housing. raises a question. Where is the nearest grocery store?
2: There's a Target
3: not too far away. Oh, nice. They may be, you know, they may be building.
2: It may be mixed use. There might be a grocery store built into it. Who knows? I should hope so. That
3: Flamingo Crossings, isn't that the new college program housing? Or am I wrong on that? I know it's over in that area. I'm pretty sure because, you know, they sold off Vista Way and like Chatham and the International and I forget what it was called. They're, They're all pretty much gone now. And they've moved all the college kids off to the other side. Um, yeah. Is this
2: are, is this is the the crossroads area that's right in front of the Buena Vista?
3: No, 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 no. So if you go across, I mean, if, let's get really into it. Across five thirty five <laughs> at I four, um, yeah. like Vista Way was right there, just on the uh, south uh, west corner of five thirty five and I four. So Vista Way is gone. That's got sold off to a developer, and they're going to be making it into something. But Chatham Square and uh, and the Crossings, I think was the other one. They were back behind that. Crossings. That's it. Yeah, they were back behind that. You know that Queen Mary. Uh, church off of like uh, on the other side of I four by the the outlet malls and stuff. So back back behind yeah. there, that was where the other housing projects were, or the other apartment complexes were. But they've now moved them all. I want to say to the west of of Magic Kingdom and everything. So I think it's off of four twenty nine. I want to say it's that area, but again, I I don't know. I've I haven't been a college kid in yeah. a long time. So
5: when um, <laughs> Jack, when you were there, uh, did they also did you feel like it was predatory? How the college program was in terms of the housing situation.
3: Oh, I was, I, I was super naive going into it. I loved it. I mean, I, I was very much like I was, you know, a sophomore in college. Uh, I, you know, I had been, I lived in, I, I was, you know, born and raised in Austin, Texas, went to the University of Texas. So I wasn't far from home. So this was my mm-hmm. first experience on my own, away from my parents being a 20 year old oh, cool. kid. And mm-hmm. so I, but I drove my car down there and I I got a four bedroom. It was a four bedroom apartment because that was the cheapest and, uh, and it was also the most space. So it was a four bedroom apartment, eight guys living in it. Ooh. And, oh my uh, God. yeah, so it was, it was, so it was four bedrooms and, the, uh, two of the bedrooms would be linked with a bathroom in between them on either side. And then there was like oh. another half bath in like in the middle. So it was like, you know, two and a half. And, uh, and it was awesome. I loved it. It was some of my favorite times. I'm still friends with some of the guys that, uh, that I went to the college program with. And, uh, and I, that's when I worked the great movie ride. And I just had the, yeah. the greatest time, no responsibility, And then when I graduated college, um, you can apply to do the college program up to one semester after you graduate. So I graduated in 2005 and I'm like, before I get to the real world, I'm going to do one more college program. And so I went back down and, you know, I was 23 at the, or 22 at the time or 23, I forget. And uh, and I did it one more time and I worked at the Backlot Tour and uh, had no responsibility and it was my last thing before I was like, okay, i got to go back and actually try to get a real job. And so, uh, but I mean, it was <laughs> fun. Awesome. But I mean, it, but the way it works um, for the college program. So so for those of you who don't know, so the Walt Disney World College Program, essentially, they go around to different colleges all over the U.S. and um, they ask for people to essentially apply to work at the Disney Pro at Walt Disney World, and they also have one for California as well. I don't know much mm-hmm. about that one, um, but then when you go, you go through a whole hiring process, and if you get a, you get selected, they'll just say like, "Oh, you're going to be in attractions at this park," and you don't know where you're going to be until you go through a whole thing. But when you go down, they actually they put you in Disney owned apartments, like they they own the apartments, and they just take your rent and and like elect- uh, your bills out of your paycheck. Yeah, and, But, I mean, when I was there, it was like, you know, I would end up with like maybe 150 bucks a week to live off of, which was just nothing but Taco Bell. So, uh, and that's, yeah. And again, as a yeah. college kid, I was, you know, dumb to it. And I'm I just, just having a lot of fun. And we'd go to all the parks and, you know, we eat at the cafeterias inside the parks and get our food super cheap. And it's had a great time. And I love it. I look back on those times very, very fondly. But as an adult now, the idea of like living off a couple hundred bucks a week in, <laughs> in yeah. Florida, it's, it's a nightmare. And so... uh Yeah, it it was good when I was there. I had a lot of fun with it. And I would love I I mean, I I wouldn't have changed that for the world. And also I got to see stuff behind the scenes that I never got to see. And that was some of my favorite stuff.
5: Yeah, I feel like that's the general consensus of those who have gone through the college program that while you're in it, it's like a great time. But then once (laughs) you're out of it, you're like, Oh, wow, I, I was definitely exploited. Working those forty hours a week, yeah. coming well, out of it with like one hundred and fifty bucks.
3: Well, even like Janine was saying, with like the way they've altered like the the call out system and stuff, like I can't imagine yeah. any college kids surviving that because it'd be like because you could call out like three days in a row and it would count as like one absence, and mm-hmm. so like you'd be like, all right, I just got to take a break, and that's that's how you do it because the college kids they get the worst shifts, they just kind of plug us like plug you in kind of wherever they need people. So you Closing got this, shifts, you know, like, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like you know, opening like this the worst stuff, all the parties. Like, stuff yeah. that no one else wanted to do. Like, the college kids had no say in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. The funny thing is, that
2: everybody thinks that's just Disney, but all the other park mm-hmm. companies and chains are doing this. Really? Not just Not just for college, but for to get employees. Like, um, uh, you know, uh, the Six Flags parks, you'll go and there'll be, like, Eastern European people working there. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the Six Flags parks in the bigger areas were having a hard time hiring you know like local teenagers who are like i'm not gonna work for that but they're, they're they'll bring people in for contract work and put them up and they like I, they pay them a little better it's not quite college level because it's not a college program it's but they do it all the time there's a lot of the parks do it we did it at, um uh at warner brothers world abu dhabi there was a whole bunch of uh that one uh, makes
5: uh, sense over there
2: right because they, they had to get especially the performers they had to get like yeah like disney does for the japan parks and the cruise ships right they they bring in from europe and australia and the u.s and for the for because they need some uh, some performers that match the characters and are the, have the right <laughs> color skin and so uh uh
5: there's a huge can, expat community there
2: that works yeah, there. So right that's and, the, and, one of the reasons yeah and that's the other reason right it, it, a lot of people grow, it's the hong kong of the middle east basically yes it's this- polyglot you know sort of couple of cities yeah. but anyway so but we digress um <laughs> sorry we'll hear... a weird no. rats there no, that's great. I actually, it's funny. I I know a lot of people have gone through it. I've never really heard about it very much. So it's, oh, I, it's nice yeah. to get some insight.
3: I loved it, man. I so it get, Genuinely, some of my favorite things I've ever done in my life. Oh, what, one of my favorite things, so I was a film major when I was in college, and so I brought my camera with me. And so when I worked at The Great Movie Ride, I was just filming stuff all the time on my days off. <laughs> and one of my last days, they actually, so they don't do anymore, obviously, because it's gone, but they had a thing called the GM Oscars, the Great Movie Oscars. At the end of the year, everyone who worked there, they'd have a big party and big celebration, kind of close up for the night and have like people address up nice and they'd show videos people would make skits and stuff and so this is dating me at the time if you remember the Budweiser commercial the, the what's up commercials yeah. oh. so I, love those. I went in one morning and I got a tripod and I filmed all the munchkins and uh, just kind of single shots of the munchkins and then I, I took that audio and I recreated that commercial with the munchkins and actually I have the video <laughs> oh. I think on my personal YouTube channel I'll send it your way Oh, please. Yeah. So, I want to see that that's oh, yeah.
2: awesome was, I, I love there's a whole world of like a cast member made parodies and things that not often, like in the years past, never saw the light of day. The most famous one that I ever saw was from the '80s that used to be distributed around on VHS tapes. That's how I found it. Um, it was called Captain Eeyore. and it, it, and it was a remake of Captain EO with Eeyore and okay. and, and the Pooh characters. Yeah. And it was costume characters. It was I mean completely against the rules, right? Like oh, done wow. after hours. You could never ever. Um, but I'm I, it. It is probably out there somewhere somebody has posted that if not on youtube then somewhere else
3: all right i just, I just youtube my, my thing to try to find it someone's ripped my video it's someone <laughs> someone's got like seventeen thousand views on my video on their channel Bastard. What, the, what the hell all right i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah i gotta figure it out i'll find my version of it the, the original version of it
2: fuck that captain
4: guy. er is on
2: is it uh, okay yeah. there you go i have i have friends in the in the business that were working in the park when that happened and like helped made it and stuff. And and so I got a videotape of it back in like the early 90s, going, Don't show this to anyone, you know. Now it's like whatever, YouTube, they don't care. So uh moving out of the parks and the corporate Disney to Disney Film and TV, Sarah, there's something very exciting company coming yes. number three on it.
5: Oh my gosh, I am so because Anne Hathaway is my favorite 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 like person like I just love her so much like I am a true stan of Anne Hathaway okay so like this is like exciting exciting um so Princess Diaries 3 is currently in the works and um they are currently writing the script for it um there hasn't been it hasn't really been 100% confirmed that Anne Hathaway will be back but she has kind of um talked about her support for the third movie. Um, If you guys don't know The Princess Diaries, um, the first movie came out in 2001, and the second came out in 2004 to, like, great acclaim. Um, So... Definitely, this is something that a lot of us grew up on. Um, it is a huge part of my childhood, so I absolutely love those movies, and I'm just like really excited for them. To and come she back said,
2: and and Ath- Hathaway doesn't have a deal yet because they're still developing. No, yeah, it, but she's but actually she's... said, oh, I'll totally come back. Like, yeah, he's for it. I lo- um, I love unfortunately,
5: that. the original director um, yeah. they, they did pass away, so yep, yep. they won't uh, they won't be making this one. Yes, um, so, so I'm excited to see who will be taking that on yeah that's um, interesting yeah
2: yeah they've got a lot a lot of sort of disney plus comedy and series directors to to to, to uh, pick from there they got the same producer deborah mm-hmm. martin chase comes back and then the writer is actually one of my favorite tv writers right now uh adrita Mukherjee, and mm-hmm. she did um oh gosh she did quantum leap mm-hmm. and Supergirl and the, uh, the new quantum leap which is great if you haven't seen it um anyway she's a great tv writer so I think that's a, a a good move. It sounds like it'll be fun. I love those movies too, and I saw them much after they were pop culture. <laughs> I saw them l- l- like, frankly, I didn't see them until they came on Disney Plus. And over the, and <laughs> oh, wow. over and over COVID, I'm like, I should watch these because I like Anne Hathaway. And at the end, I'm like,
3: it's so lovely.
2: I loved <laughs> it so amazing. much. There's there's so much fun. Yeah. Do you remember who yeah. the
3: love interest was in the second one? No. Uh, 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 I
1: don't, don't even uh, remember.
2: I, I did remember. not it's know that was the second one. Oh, my what? God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's the love. Wait interest. a minute. Hold Chris on. Pine is
3: Nicholas Devereaux.
2: It's one of his first roles, too. Yeah.
3: Right? One of his first big ones. It was like, yeah, before he did Star, you know, Star <laughs> Trek and all that. So.
2: Why don't I know
5: this? I'm a fake fan. Hold on. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm just saying. I, I unironically Oof. love the Princess side. I love all like the coming of age, like fish yeah. out of water, ugly duckling yeah. stories. I love those. No Maybe I identify with that. No I didn't recognize
5: that. him. Look at it. He looks so different. Yeah. There's no yeah. way in hell that I would have thought that was Chris Pine. He's and, a
3: baby. I remember in the very first movie, Mandy Moore was like the villain. That was like her enemy. Yeah. It's like yeah. Right. Yeah. I love it. I love it.
2: Yeah.
5: yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow, he looks so good. We love uh, Chris
2: Pine. And <laughs> then uh, this next one, we're gonna talk about. Black Panther Two, which yeah. I have not seen yet, so I'm going to take off my headphones and ignore Same. you guys.
3: No, no, we, so... won't, we won't do spoilers. We won't do spoilers. Uh, okay,
2: no we spoilers. Won't do spoilers. Okay. Okay, okay, no spoilers. Okay, great. Uh, it, I mean, all the reviews have been great. So, w- w- what's your call?
5: You want to go for it, Jack?
3: Yeah, sure. So I saw it opening night because I have to see every MCU movie opening night because I live and I live and breathe on the internet, and I hate things spoiled for me. So I have to see yeah. it immediately before anyone else can ruin it for me. I enjoyed the first movie a lot. I love the second movie. It was so well done. Even watching the trailers, I was a little nervous like like Namor, the way they were handling him I was like, eh, it looks kind of goofy." Yeah. Damn. Damn, he is awesome. And like even the like the wings on the feet look kind of silly in trailers, it works. They pulled it off. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic movie. Um, Ashuri was really good. I'm not a huge fan of Latina Wright and all of kind of her, or, you know, her thinking in, in the real exactly. life, but it's kind of a Tom Cruise sort of situation where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're a, you're a weirdo and I don't agree with you, but damn, you make some good movies. Um, yeah. and so, uh, yeah, but I mean, overall, like the way, so for, for comic fans, you know, Namor, like the way they, they sort of reworked Namor now where he comes from like, you know, Mexico and like the Yucatan mm-hmm. Peninsula and the way. I'll just say there there was one thing having to do with his name that was one of those moments that some writer wrote this and we're like oh oh this is this is brilliant this is brilliant super and, clever yeah. yeah and so okay. uh, it's just something really cool the way they dealt with his sort of origin story and the way it was handled but yeah. man it was really good um yeah the the stuff with Riri Williams is really cool too they, they I I feel like she was kind of dropped in a little bit like too fleshed out. Like, I feel like I need more information about her and she has... They're doing an Ironheart series about her, so hopefully we'll get a lot more backstory for her, which is Mm -hmm. very cool. But, I mean, all in all... And there's definitely... You know, um, uh, Martin uh, Martin Freeman is back. Um, you know, as as uh, um, oh god, I forget his name. Not Ross, something Ross. Agent
5: oh. Ross. Agent Ross. Yeah, Agent Ross. Yeah so, Agent Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah, so he's
3: definitely back, in his whole kind of story is sort of like, hey, this is part of a larger universe thing, and like that's kind of what he feels like that's his role in this movie to kind of link it to the other ones. But really, they don't focus on him very much. It doesn't have a whole lot to do with the plot. But as Other than just kind of like he's the connective tissue for the stuff that's coming up in the future. So you don't have to really worry about him too much. But all in all, Fantastic. Angela Bassett was incredible. Oh, my Stunning. God. Yes. Yeah, there's a whole scene in like, a, like the UN that's just like she destroys people. It's, it's, it's so great. But <laughs> I'm ranting a lot. Sarah, you have any ideas, or any thoughts on it?
5: <laughs> yeah, no, like you literally hit all the main points. I absolutely loved this movie. In so many ways, it was like healing um, because of the news of like Chadwick Boseman. I, I remember when yeah. that happened and it, it just like I had never felt the way that I did hearing news about like a celebrity's death, the way that I did about Ch- Chadwick Bozeman, because he meant so much. And like, I just feel like this movie really just kind of was like the perfect way of like addressing what had happened and just kind of allowing the, the MCU audience and just like people who just love Chadwick Bozeman in general to just like grieve and to like process all the things that had happened um, during that time. And and just, in terms of like the movie in general, I thought, I think it's such an interesting way of like um, talking about racial politics um, within groups and like the dynamics of how minorities like there's always the, the okay, we're going to get a little political here, but like <laughs> the United States government and how it pits two minority groups against each other for like small resources and like how that affects like those groups in general and like the infighting that happens that stops us a lot of times from moving forward as a collective so I think that it handled that story and like just that like that history like it's it does it so well um and in terms of Shuri I I said this a while ago on Twitter that like oh my god like I I I do not agree with her whatsoever, but the girl can act like the way that she did, like her performances in this movie were, it was just fantastic. Like there were so many scenes where like, you could feel her emotion. Like she, like you feel what she feels. Um, like, I'm sorry, but the girl deserves an Oscar. Like, (laughs) I am so sorry. I know she's an anti-vaxxer, but like, she deserves it. Like, it was just so good. Um, and there's just so many different Easter eggs and like, like you said, connecting it to different, um the different movies are going to be coming out soon um and i don't want to spoil it but like it was just fantastic like in so many ways this movie just like was absolutely amazing and like i just walked out of there like just kind of like with a sigh of relief like because i was kind of a little nervous how they were going to handle a lot of um like a lot of these stories and just kind of like how they were going to handle like the entire yeah i mean it
2: sounds it sounds like very um uh, lofty it sounds very very like that they're they're biting off a lot but
5: yeah idea. it's yeah. definitely a very heavy movie uh,
3: huh. and i, I like I will, I will say like the way they handle namor as a villain damn like i mean yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's like they they set up this like he's i mean this bad guy like it's very clear it's like this is gonna be the bad guy but then it's like oh i kind of feel for him and then it's like no 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 i'm a bad guy don't forget <laughs> it's like and yeah. it, i mean and the, i mean Namor no in the comics is definitely like him and like wakanda and atlantis have always kind of go gone at it But the way they sort of establish that and they explain it it, without getting into spoilers is very much like, oh, Okay, yeah, I you understand why understand. he yeah. is yeah. why he's talking with them. It's very important for him to set this. And so, well, well, once you see it, we'll get into a, a spoilerific discussion of it. But, uh, but yeah, he, <laughs> he he has some bite to his to his talk, which is really really good. Yeah. Cool.
2: Well, and, and Marvel does that well, where you know the villain's not a hundred percent wrong, right? Like, oh, this the, one he was not
5: wrong. Like oh, yeah. you, you're like, you know what? Right. I get it. Like you better, and get that's that. right.
2: It, it, well yeah, it's, it's like killmonger it's it's like yes, Ma- magneto you know it's yeah. they're, they're not wrong maybe going about it the wrong way but they're not wrong yeah, yeah. Um, yeah on a superficial level um um uh basically um i think uh uh what's his name tanak uh as namor could get it if 100%. i can be clear <laughs> oh about that oh my
5: god <laughs> can i just thirst over him c- for a minute did you see how they censored him I cannot believe they took yes, that away. There was,
2: yeah, what? they show behind the scenes footage and, you know, he's wearing a lot of dots and things for some of that. It's digital. And he's yeah. got a, let's just say he's very um, gifted. Equip. I wasn't
5: looking, but I was looking, you know? I wasn't looking, and I was, I like, ah, looking, I was right. right.
2: But <laughs> was somebody, but they, then they showed stills from the movie and they sort of yeah. flattened him out. He's, he's it like so a, it's like a Ken doll. It's like, yeah. It's... Anyway, it's I, every shot of that trailer, I was like, who is, what? what? I, it's that. Triggered my thirst, so he's, he's very hot. Uh- <laughs>
5: oh, and I do want to just say, like something, um, something about seeing black women just so strong and like defiant and just like badasses. I absolutely fucking loved it. Like it was just so yeah. cool, like seeing like, um, Angela Bassett, like the way that she. Kind of, she was so elegant, so poised, but at the same time, she was strong. And it just like, it was just so nice to see that. And like the Dora Milaje, obviously, they're oh, so yeah. freaking
3: cool. Akoye, like, Akoye oh, has a fight God. on a bridge, it's all I'll say. And it's yeah. the first time she's encountered someone that's like on the same power level yeah. as her. And it's oh. like, yeah. oh, damn, it's good. Oh, and one and- last thing. So for anyone who's going to see the movie, there's no. End credit scene. Like after all of the credits mm-hmm. roll, there's nothing after yeah. the very end of the credits. There is a mid credit scene that's very important, but there's nothing at the very very the, end. Yeah, because okay. usually yeah. like okay. the PS is kind of where they add in like a goofy kind of like, oh, this is a fun thing I we're was doing. Surprised they didn't. Yeah, I, I think that you know, this, I mean, this it has some the movie has a punch to it, it has an impact that it's like it's like they're not trying to be jokey about it. You know, like that even makes sense. Like they, they they do a tribute to Chadwick Boseman at the very beginning of the movie, and like when it when it comes up, I won't spoil it for you, but when it comes up, the entire audience I was in was dead silent, and like and oh. there's there's no music, no sound. It's just the whole theater Aww. was quiet. And it's like, I am going to cry. I'm okay. going to cry my eyes out. No, you probably literally
5: will. walked out of there in tears. Aww. Like it was, it was just such an amazing movie. Um, But just like, look out for their like costumes as well. Like the costume yeah. design this time is just so cool because they're out in the real world. So like, it's kind of like, I want like Shuri's costumes, like all her outfits. I want them today. Like I want to wear everything that she was wearing in that movie. Like, Absolutely fantastic. 10 out of 10 for that movie. Like, (laughs) I... We'll be watching watching it again for sure because I'm sure that there were some things that I missed. Um You gotta get the, yeah,
3: get the new great. Rock Stars like breakdown of it, then go back and rewatch it all. Yeah. Like, oh, that's no, what that thing was. Like, yeah, Ruth, I went
5: home and I watched. You know, like those like YouTube breakdown. What you missed, like Easter yeah. eggs, fifty Easter yeah. eggs that you mentioned. I'm like, how do you how do you guys? See I love this? I, I love
3: new Rock I love new Rock
2: Stars. Come on our show. I love I love what oh, you do. If okay. you listen to us, Eric They're Voss great. is
3: awesome. Super nice guy. Eric's yeah. awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. The uh um yeah, just about the costumes. Let's shout out for Ruth Carter. She's yes a freaking genius and Fantastic. everything in both of those movies and all of the movies she's worked on she's just such an incredible designer so I, it's so great to see her getting you know i mean she's always been well known within the filmmaking community she's she's done such great work but now all of a sudden black panther has just shot her into the stratosphere yeah and and the work is so great and she's won tons of awards for them already so
5: and uh, shout out to the to the cultural um like advocates for that movie like anybody who worked on that movie that like had any part in that like just seeing traditional african culture the way that they handled um some of like this was in the trailer the way that they handled the funeral scene fantastic like it was so cool like seeing like outfits that i would see when i would go back home
2: so i just absolutely
5: loved it so just fantastic fantastic more
2: more afrofuturism please yes Um, please Onto a different kind of movie, um, more squash and buckle, um, the pirates franchise, which, you know, we thought was kind of done. Um, they are bringing it back. Um, Jerry Bruckheimer who produced all five of the Johnny Depp movies, um, is developing a new version. They started about two years ago. There were two different scripts being developed. Um, um uh, one of them was by Ted Elliott who did the, the original ones and, uh, and the Craig Mason who, um, Created Chernobyl, which if you haven't seen it is incredible. Um, but there were two scripts, and one of them had uh, uh, Margot Robbie in it as as a sort of different take. I, I guess she and her um, Birds of Prey screenwriter Christina Hodson, and I loved Birds of Prey. I don't know about so y'all. So good, so good, it's so good. So they were not like, we have a new-
5: sandwich scene. Amazing. Yeah. Oh
2: God. um Yeah, she she like. they had an idea that they brought to Disney and this sort of female led version of a pirate story, not female, like not just them, but like a new take on what pirates can be from their perspective. And I was like, Oh God, yes. especially Margaret Robbie, like she's so great. But she said in a new uh, Vanity Fair cover story that it's dead. Disney has not commented. Bruckheimer has not commented. Nobody said anything, but she said it in a, in a Vanity Fair article that I guess they don't want it. And Okay. I mean was uh, she is, supposed
5: to be like, was it supposed to be inspired by Red the character?
2: i, I, I they didn't say, but I would assume, uh-huh. well, there are a lot of very famous female pirates, right um, and so they're, they could go the slightly historical route and, and and sort of model one of those stories. but no, they didn't say anything about what the details were, but um, the thing that I, in reading the articles about this, I knew those movies, the pirates movies made a lot of money, but holy moly i always thought of the later ones as sort of diminishing rate of returns but they like dead man's chestnut on stranger
3: tides topped
2: a billion dollars
3: globally like jesus
2: what those were those were not great anyway
3: they paid johnny depp a lot of money for that a lot and of honestly, money. i wonder if this if this one dying is because johnny depp has kind of been not redeemed thinking, but he's too, kind yeah. of like you know he's 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 marketable again. Now they're like, okay, we can make movies with him again. Well, and well so- they
2: said actually Bruckheimer said uh, not, uh and when asked if Depp will be back is not at this point the future has yet to be cited but he
3: He
4: looks uh, so old.
2: Yeah. It would be that would be a real terrible
4: uh, and like mistake bad. And bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
5: Especially with the letter that was just um the open letter that was signed like yesterday. I think it was like 120 different organizations that supported like Amber Heard, cool. so that was released. So yeah. I don't I don't know when this Vanity Fair article came out. If it was right before, yeah, three days ago.
2: Yeah, it's I, I don't yeah. think they would bring him back. He's he's just not box office uh, vi- viable at this point. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in like I love that world and the sort of this fact that they took that ride and turned it into this weird mythology of its own that sort of borrowed from some pirate mythology but created this whole sort of mystical you know uh side of it i i'm for it i i could see more of those but the last couple were not great well, so
3: yeah the, the original trilogy was so good you know like yeah, the, the sort of right. elizabeth and uh in orlando's will trilogy turner. yeah will will turner that like that whole that whole trilogy so good yeah. it had such a great you know feel to it and then they tried doing with blackbeard was the fourth one with the mermaids and kind of like the weird knockoff couple that was like yeah. not yeah. the same and then the fifth one they had you know jack the spade and it was like not it, it not not t- good.
2: By the time you got to the third one, and they're fighting in the middle of a of a, of a funnel oh, storm, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. and the ship's
2: sideways, and they're walking on a tiny piece of wood, like I gate, I let them, I, I gave them a pass because they had because they had built up to it, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's dumb, it's so dumb. But yeah. okay, you you got me to this part this this far, I will stay with you. And so by the third end of the third one, it was just exhaustion. I'm like, how are you gonna? Top this, and they made them even more ridiculous and way. They really leaned. It's like the Fast
5: and Furious series. Like, I don't know how it still makes money, but it still does.
3: Yeah, that, it still does. But I mean, I I love they got weird with it. Like that whole scene where like it was Jack Sparrow was dead, but it was like the sand boat with all the different versions of him. Like that yeah. was like it was like a Terry Gilliam movie, like Come to Life. <laughs> and it was like, how do you sneak this into like you know a, a that's big the thing. thing. Like, yeah, I love that. A movie. I love
4: that. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, part yeah. was great.
3: Like yeah. that that weird stuff is like, this is cool. Like this is trippy. And it's like, all right, that's great. And then it makes a billion dollars. So <laughs>
5: yeah, right, right. Disney needs to give us more weird stuff. Like
4: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's, what that's what we want. Honestly, that's what the cultural zeitgeist right now is. Weird shit. Yeah, like, like weird shit. Very surreal weird shit i mean that's to, yeah
3: to be fair that's like you know i mean honestly like doctor strange the multiverse of madness kind of had yeah. that stuff yeah i yes. imagine quantum mania is gonna have that kind of stuff i mean, I mean uh,
4: even if you look at thor love and thunder mm-hmm. like the screaming weird goats shit. yeah like yeah. Yeah. weird yeah. shit like
3: the screaming goats were my favorite part of that, that
2: was, movie and i saw people with plush yeah. in the parks
4: Oh, really? <laughs>
2: of them and every time you pass them, they go ah! so, <laughs> that sounds like a, a good segue to uh, our beware our guests segment of guests of the parks misbehaving and of course the first one starts with our favorite two words in this category Florida man surprising no one uh, this headline is so amazing Florida man chugs two beers in under 30 seconds at Epcot removes shirt and almost falls from Skyliner platform during skirmish with police. That's a lot, Robin. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot going on there. That's a lot. But like, I also love that his mugshot is of course shirtless because Florida man
5: with the chain, let's not with forget the, the chain, oof,
2: that chain and that, and that, and that attempted at a beard. Like you put, <laughs> put milk on that and let the cat lick it off, dude. That's not that is not a beard. Um, you know, <sighs> Oh, I want somewhere. to laugh at these people, but I also yeah. feel like this is what you get when you have a park like Kim where they're literally like encouraging everyone to drink around the world. Um, I don't blame him. I blame more the people he's with for letting it get that far because they mentioned that in the articles. Like his party knew that he was, you know, misbehaving and they ended up following him. Like he's, it started at, at American Adventure. So he stumbled through like Japan and then Morocco and then France and wreaked havoc a- along the way and then ended up at the Skyliner Terminal. <laughs> But yeah, none of this surprises me. But didn't we talk about this a couple episodes ago? Where like you'd think with Magic Band and and all that, they could put a a, a drink limit on every <laughs> guest.
5: But why would they when it's twenty dollars a drink? Right,
2: they're making so, money, yeah. so why do they care? Yeah, so, yeah. the it, the amount that they spend on this kind of security to deal with this pales in comparison to the profit. I know
5: exactly, and it's like they. It just imagine the. Oh my god, alcohol is the one thing that I feel like people don't have a budget for. So they'll they'll budget in the parks, but they won't budget for the alcohol.
4: So like that's hey, the one I feel thing. so called out right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry, I will but it's not true buy anything, but I'm at Disney, I'm at Epcot. I'll I'll get the $17 cocktail. Girl
2: same, girl same. Yeah, and and my thing point. is I get yeah, one.
4: Cartwright. You get so, one? I get one cuz I'm poor. Like I shouldn't even be buying one, but I still buy the one. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. Like
2: hearing people get drunk at Disney, like that's that's a hundred dollars or more. How much money
4: did, did Disney make off this because, guy's antics? Because
2: they're they're a light poor. All of them are a light poor. Let's not yeah. kid each other. Even the beer is is the, like the lowest content they can find, and because it was probably beer, this guy this guy probably drank cheap. But even a a large beer there is what twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah. So okay two Beers, they got at least 25 bucks out of him, but I bet you we had five or six, so it's we're
4: inching on oh, you know five 66. or six. No, this guy, <laughs> look at the eyes, he's had look more at the, than the eyes, beard. he's like Tiny he, little his eyes. face is like swollen and red. <laughs> yeah, he
2: looks like, this looks like a Chapek college shot, actually, doesn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're in the same frat together, they're in the same frat, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Ugh. I don't know, it's just uh, like I've gotten tipsy at a Disney, park. I've had enough Carthay Manhattans. To make me feel very happy and stumbly when I leave the park. But, you know, to get that kind of drunk, you, you, that takes commitment. And that's money. a lot. It, that's it's, a lot. Like,
4: especially just on beer. And you know, this is not this guy's first time
2: drinking. No, not at all. You know, mm-hmm. he's yeah.
5: the type of person that like buys the four loco at the 7-Eleven down the street. He to the He pre-games. Yeah, he, like, for he sure. Pre-games. <laughs> like, oh my God, why are you pre-gaming Disney? Like, that's, <laughs> please get a life. Please. He almost
2: he almost made it out scot free. Like they were forcing him to go to the Skyliner, and he got in it because he only had to go one stop, at Caribbean Beach, where he was yeah. staying. And he kept pushing back and fighting security, so they finally arrested him. It's like, dude, you were this close to getting away with it. To,
3: to be fair, I got I got to say, whoever he was with, they did not do their job. Because I mean, no, I, I've gone drinking right. around the world, and you you certainly have handlers that are like, right, yeah. okay, you're done, you didn't make it, or you know, like I'm going to take care of you. <laughs> Where, where was where was his crew where were the people like okay bill you know calm down now like let's let's get you home you know like, like no. <laughs> he
5: needs better friends exactly like, like we, i'm sorry for this friends. guy we've all
3: done it's like i'm sorry my friend he's, yeah. he's gone yeah. we're taking him yeah. home you know it's like I, you yeah. know don't listen to we've him we've all I'm sorry. been there
2: yeah we've you don't have there. friends on... that are
5: advocates they're not your friends <laughs>
2: exactly we've all been on both sides of that equation and yeah. it is a necessary part of drinking around at disney for sure mm-hmm. um our next beware our guest is Oh, this, this. Just no th- excuse for this. one idea. hurts. No this excuse. This one hurts. This just chaps my hide. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago that it's a trend now because everybody can go freaking viral about this. Somebody jumped off of Spaceship Earth in the, the Greek.
4: Not, not the building.
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> off the, thank you for. Wait, that just. <laughs> that's. Thank you for confirming that. Like how would they even the get other, up there in the first place? But Florida yeah. man could get up there. Florida <laughs> man could definitely get up yeah. there. Yeah. Um, no, no. Off, off With the ride enough vehicle. drinks
5: and enough like willpower, <laughs> right. he'll get up there.
2: <laughs> it was off the ride vehicle that was stopped. So it was obviously they were putting an ECV or wheelchair transfer because that ride is one continuous chain like an Omni mover, so it has to stop when they load that. So it stops. If you've ridden it, it stops all the time. Um, so he did it when it was stopped, and there's no restraints on these vehicles. You're just sitting there because it's moving slow. But he got off and sat in the scene that's the 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 Greek uh, teacher um teaching mathematics i think is what the scene is and he sat there with his hands head in his hands looking at her like like he was one of the students just to get the lulls and it's like i get the impulse it is massively disrespectful and it it's just you and look now like a we're jerk. all
4: gonna get a lap bar they're gonna have to close spaceship earth yeah and install fucking lap bars
2: yeah and if it doesn't say anything in any of the articles if he was taken out of the park but you if people don't know this they're dumb There's not a spot on any ride in Disney where you are not seen and videotaped for a hundred percent, a hundred percent like there's not a you may think it's dark and nobody sees you there is a camera it's infrared you're being recorded like yeah, you don't... guys
5: better stop being nasty everybody oh, sees it yeah <laughs>
2: we know. we know we know <laughs> the, the, the my favorite was a friend worked on adventure through inner space when it was still there before star tours yeah which was an omni-mover ride that through by is presented by monsanto in tomorrowland Ooh. and it was super boring but it was super dark um all the employees there called it adventure through inner thigh or Ew. adventure th- adventure through inner blouse yeah Ew, i mean no. come on i've made out with somebody on haunted mansion who hasn't come on now
3: people mover, um, man this is, you got a space mount on the people mover come on right oh,
2: yeah. come on that's a good smooch spot right there
3: yeah um, but, a smooch.
5: but
2: not but a, a, smooch. Yeah. a smooch right yeah.
5: learn your limits right. you know like first,
2: first base yeah. first base only maybe a little second maybe maybe a ton- <laughs> A, tiny bit. A, tiny bit. a little skosh, like yeah. a little you slid by second, yeah. maybe a little Like, oh, right? it was an accident. Oh, like, s- you know, you stole <laughs> okay. second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, stay in that range. Come Enough on, Enough where
5: it's reasonable doubt. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, having,
2: having worked ops on rides, I've seen the worst. I said when I was a tour guide at Universal, I because, you know, when the trams make a big turn, the the tour guide can see the back row, the very back mm-hmm. car. Yeah. The back car was empty. Somebody had asked to go in the back. And this there was a couple there literally doing it like the deed in the oh, back of the tram? car oh yeah and i called him out and i'm like you know we too. can see you yeah oh what? my
5: gosh those seats yeah. are narrow like mm. there's not yeah there's no not she much. was
2: like like you know probably. oh um anyway hey,
4: okay. <laughs> but, hey i don't know is, what that hand gesture was so yeah. like yeah, I'm people am
2: with who you are on that to, let's just say let's just <laughs> say face to face Seated face to face. This is an adult podcast. We can talk about things like that. She was yeah, yeah she was riding on top of him. It was Ooh, okay. Yeah,
3: yeah you, like- you make more room that way for other guests to. <laughs> fill, they say fill in all the available space. I mean, the lap was exactly. open.
5: She's just being considerate. Yeah, yeah. That's friendly. Just that's nice. Being yeah.
2: considerate.
5: Yeah. So nice. <laughs> but back to back to the actual story. Um, where where have like parents stopped parenting is that like not a thing like is shame gone like i just feel like this guy
2: looked like a grown-ass adult
4: yeah this is um, a man no
5: no i know but i'm saying like did your parents not instill fear in you oh, as a child yeah. like oh, to not sure. do bullshit like this like i would be damned before doing something like this because my the i just political hear my mom in the back climate of my head.
4: right now is one of absolute impunity for white men's fuck-ups yeah so
2: amen to that amen like
4: what's gonna happen like oh right. we've watched the president get elected and we've watched well, the- elon musk yeah. by twitter yeah. and to break twitter, twitter the- after, after tonight gun,
5: yeah. Yeah. yeah but i mean i think the, the last story is such a perfect example of that because had that been let's be fucking for real had that been a black man he would not yes. have gotten past canada 100%. Let's be so oh, serious sure. about that, because 100%. in order for somebody to get all the way out of the park, like we have seen this so many times yeah. where the, like situ- like you see the, the, the racial disparity there, where if it's like a person of color, they will be arrested on the spot, on yeah. the spot, police will be called. Yeah. Um, but if it's a white family that is getting into an altercation or a white Florida man, they will be taken out of the park and then something will happen if yeah. something happens after yeah. 50 freaking warnings. A situation like this, this is probably going to be marketed off as, oh, he is just a stupid kid who didn't know what he was doing. And he was just for the laws like this is like destruction of property. Like this is not okay. This is not okay behavior. I don't think that you should ever be doing something like this because he could have broken the ride. Like I know it's like dramatic, but like we don't know. And there's lots
2: of places to trip and fall and it's super i mean besides the fact that it's super dangerous to do that people like anyway yes there's a massive amount of privilege going on sounds about white um and 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 also it's like yes maybe there are parents that still that do still instill the fear in people but social media just undoes it right they see they see they see the likes and it just pulls them out of that so um do a better job people with kids just show them this and say don't do this and i know there are parents that do that um who keep teach their children responsibly about social media so uh, it but- just sucks
5: because like one person ruins it for everybody yeah, and like yeah. this just creates like a really bad narrative of like either disney fans or whatever just like doing yeah. stupid things for the likes and do whatever TikTok.
2: they want yeah, yeah. yeah like
5: it creates this idea of entitlement that pushes people like bob chapek to <laughs> about it. To,
2: to say don't come to the park anymore yeah, yeah right shit that's like the... this happens right exactly exactly
4: so well that's but uh... we know this guy is not an ap
2: <laughs> um... no no no, no.
0: <laughs> well, there we go I we got know. some
4: good luck for ap's uh we need to talk about or we need to 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 play the uh Reporting oh, yes, from uh, so, Nathan and I's trip to IAPA.
2: Yeah. So um, if for those who don't know, IAPA, I double APA, the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions, is a yearly conference convention floor and conference that happens in Orlando um, at the lovely Orange County Convention Center there and I drive. Um, I went to it every year from 1993 to 2019, about 26 year run um, skipped COVID of course, and then didn't go back last year, or this year, because the current stuff I'm working on doesn't require me to be there, but our erstwhile producer, Nathan Hartman and Janine went to IAPA uh, and uh, we, we set up some passes for them through um, my good friend, David Mant, who is, uh, who's their marketing director for IAPA. Thank you, David set those up. And, um, they went so, uh, they have pre recorded a little segment here, so we're gonna cut to that for a bit. So, take it away, Janine.
0: Well, here we are, uh, at the end of day one of IAPA. Uh, this is, of course, uh, the uh, well, I'm not in this podcast except for this very moment, but this is, of course, Ethan Hartman. And then with me is Janine. Hello, Janine. Hello. Um, so this was my third IAPA, and for those who don't know, IAPA is basically the big theme park industry convention. Uh, there's one in Europe and there might be another one uh, in Asia. I can't remember. But this is the big uh, the big one for North America. And it's just everything. Everything from food vendors to, uh, you know, baby changing tables to million-dollar roller coasters. So, Janine, it was your first time. What do you think?
4: It was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all—it's— You know, you hear people say like, oh, it's like going to Disney World. This was like, I I go to Disney World. Like, this was not Disney World. This was a blast. I had so much fun.
0: What was the stuff that you uh, really enjoyed? What were you surprised by?
4: Um, What was I surprised by? I don't know. I don't think anything was super surprising other than how big it is. It's so big. I also didn't expect such a large presence of Bounce
0: houses. How there's like outside, there's just a whole whole
4: parking lot. Yeah,
0: there's just a bounce house, like for sale, Palooza. Yeah. Yeah. And like, also kind of, we were talking about like, some bounce houses not so expensive. Yeah. Not like, not like, not expensive, but. No, but
4: but if you're like a Solid six figure income With yeah. a couple of kids Like you could swing Getting one of those things yeah. And just throw it in In the backyard
0: Totally yeah. Um. So we're gonna do We're gonna get one For Rat Castle HQ <laughs> um, And maybe like A mini bowling table And I, I, I played so much pinball uh, That was always I love playing pinball So uh, one thing about The place here of course Is that there's a ton of arcade games. So and
4: many arcade games. All
0: of them are free to play. You don't win, like, tickets or stuff but um, for most of them. But at the same time...
4: It's a great yeah. way to hone in on your crane game technique.
0: Yeah, because you get to play as much as you want, and then at some point you'll actually go and you'll, like, school. Yeah. So it, it was great. Uh, I played... Gosh, my favorite was the James Bond, the new James Bond pinball machine, which was really really cool. Um, what else did we see? Uh, Gardner Holt uh, had a oh
4: fantastic display. Yeah,
0: they do animatronics, and they did they've done stuff for Universal and Disney and all sorts, and uh, they did uh, a Grogu. They had a Grogu little baby Grogu, and, and they also dream. had
4: Merlin and Archimedes, which yeah. was a delight.
0: Yes, yes, really cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah how I
4: really you? loved how many like uh museum exhibit booths there mm-hmm. were for like science communication for kids and things like that. That was really cool. There was this one uh sand tray where you could shuffle the sand in different directions and it would sense the depth of the sand and projection map changes to terrain yeah. on that. and I, as a geoscience nerd loved that.
0: yeah, because you could there would be like uh, if you dug deep enough, it would be water. And then you could build little dams of sand yeah. and it would cut the water. If you went
4: high enough, it would turn into a volcano. Yeah,
0: it was pretty rad. It
4: was really rad.
0: That was really, really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else was really unique this year? I'm trying to think. I mean, the food is always fun. It's yeah, always that fun. Was a blast. It's a sugar high. We waited yeah. a half an hour to have a robot make us cotton candy. <laughs> In the shape of what? Like a flower? It was a
4: flower. Nathan almost fought like a Scandinavian boy. <laughs> Tried to...
0: The Scandinavian boy thought he was a shit and needed to butt in line. And he was poorly mistaken. <laughs> He's like, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> yeah, I was like, sorry, but the line's back there. And he was like, well, I was here before. And I was like, you're not now. And I just kept doing my thing. So, but we, uh, that was great. Cotton candy and... Uh, I mean, you get to try Ben's pretzels, which are one of my they favorites from Indiana. They gave me two servings
4: of Dippin' Dots because I expressed indecisiveness as to which flavor.
0: And here Love you that. don't have to pay for any of it. So you get as much as yeah. you want. Yeah,
4: those pretzels were so good. The
0: pretzels were great. Um, yeah, there's, um, 40 Below Joe, which is another sort oh, of, yeah. uh, they're kind of like Dippin' Dots, but they do their own thing. A lot of it's, yeah, it's coffee. Or mocktails and stuff. Yeah. Um, but they had peppermint mocha and they had pumpkin spice and all sorts of different coffee flavored non-dairy too, which I think is a little different. than I don't think Dippin' Dots is always non-dairy. So no, that was cool. No, it's typically not. Um, so that was pretty cool. I like that a lot. And then we did the Vortex. or the vortex. Well, let's talk before we talk about the Dream Tunnel. Yeah. Let's talk about the Vortex Tunnel of uh, a different sort. Um, the, uh, the uh, what, what should I call it? The Vertigo Tunnel. Yeah, um, which is just a circular thing that moves around, and you walk it's got forward. Like black
4: lights, and you walk on like a plank across the thing as it spins around you. And I could not tolerate that for more than a half a second.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got in there, and you immediately were like, "I'm shutting my eyes."
4: <laughs> and you were in front of me, which so I, I needed you to know.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> but I just let the door kind of twist and turn in front of me, and oh, I was like, well. "Eventually, this is going to be fine." And then I got to the front, and no, it was
4: I fine, was fine. if I was forced to look at that for more than another second and a half, I would have almost instantly thrown
0: up. Yeah, that would have been no fun for anyone. No fun. That
4: would ruin the day.
0: Uh, a lot more. There's always VR. There's been VR there's there so for years. so much VR. Yeah. Um, a
4: lot of... I don't love this advent of putting VR headsets on thrill rides. I think that's too much.
0: Yeah, but I it's think... it's, like,
4: kind of stealing the show a little
0: bit. A little. It's a little grody, too. It's cause so grody. Because you're kind of like, ah... Uh. But the one thing I noticed was the arcade games had way more VR. I think technology has kind of reached a point where it's, it can like, okay, if this game or this VR set's going to do one thing, we'll get the one thing right and then you don't have to worry about it. Because, like, a lot of like shooter games where you would, the VR set was connected to the gun and then, like, you would just hold it up to your face mm-hmm. so you weren't actually, like, putting it on your head. I,
4: that, I prefer that.
0: Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. More that, that reminded me of, I think it was a game called Silent Scope. Years ago, uh, that had sort of the same vibe, but you, you had a sniper rifle and then you would look into the scope and the scope would be different. So oh, it was wow. a different screen in that. Um, like kind of maxed out. So that was cool. Um, yeah, I played a couple of VR games that way and I felt real cool. Um. I did not do any VR. No, you didn't do any VR. You played the, the, the penny pushing games or whatever that you like. The coin. They didn't have,
4: they had one like emoji one that I played for mm. a bit, but it didn't it wasn't fun. It
0: was not good. Yeah. It was little balls instead of coins. Janine's an old aunt in Vegas. She really likes... <laughs> she really likes the, the penny games and uh, <laughs> It was pretty good. But, yeah. We played... They, they had, there, There's, like, old school games like Ring Toss, but it was digitized in a sense that, like, you would throw one on and it would, like, ring your score Yeah, and, you were good at
4: that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because I threw all the rings at the same time. <laughs> and they kept The law rings. of average, yeah. Um... So it's cool to see some of these like older games kind of get a new version. I loved on the pinball machines, um, there was a QR code. And you can scan it into the app for that company. And then it just saves your scores uh, for your pinball. So if you had a bunch of pinball friends, you could all see each other's That's scores. And so cool. And there was a, on the right, there was a TV that showed everybody's high scores.
4: Yeah, I saw that. That was really neat.
0: Yeah, which is cool. I like that kind of integration. It's still a very physical game. Um, but at the same time, there's, like, this extra kind of connection to it. So, yeah. that was pretty cool.
4: Yeah, I like that. That's a good use of technology, in my
0: opinion. Yeah. Um, was Oh, it's, we played the yeah. slappy
4: game with, with uh, J- Joey the Cat? Yeah,
0: Joey the Cat. We So, we met the, uh, world's, uh, champion skee-ball player.
4: Yeah, he was um, really nice. He's I a really nice guy. Him. I liked him. Yeah, and he
0: owns a bunch of arcades, so shout-out, uh... To Joey the Cat. I think that
4: was his name. Yeah, He's totally. Charles, like, Joey the Cat? Yeah, yeah. look him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was great.
0: Um, um, so that was fun. And, yeah, you played all these, like, little slappy games. And they had uh, a thing that um, you – it was kind of like a puzzle. So it had, like, a picture and there's little pegs that stuck out. And you would put your puzzle pieces on it and then you could reset it. And it would take all the pegs away and would drop all the, all the pieces into the um, – like bin below, which was pretty cool, except it scared Janine a little bit.
4: It, did, it was like very it. loud. I don't
0: like loud noise, and I don't think we and were. And then it launched so
4: Alaska over into someone's yeah, game there's, nearby.
0: Yeah, uh, well, Alaska. We were doing the United States, and Alaska decided to leave our board, <laughs> and go elsewhere. What other game? I kept. So, there was, like, a, a shooting game with darts, and I kept hitting the thing, and it kept ricocheting back off and, and smacking you, <laughs> which was really fun. Every time. That was more fun than me hitting the thing, I think. And then you tried to hit it, and you couldn't hit anything, like, no. in that game. No. Yeah. You would you would have missed the broadside of a barn door. Yeah. As we used to no say. Good. I only
4: got two shots, but...
0: Okay. We'll just blame it on that then. <laughs> Uh And then, we, yeah, we uh, ended the night with the Dream Tunnel uh, by Vortex, which is... kind of like a water laser display.
1: Yeah.
0: And like they added like projections on the water and they did all kinds of stuff. Sci-fi and jungle. Lasers. Yeah, they
4: had sci-fi, jungle. uh, What was the first one? Ocean. Ocean. And then like a beat one, which was actually, I didn't think it would be, but the abstract one was my favorite. Yeah, I agree. It had the coolest effects.
0: Yeah, yeah. They they saved the best for last. Yeah. Um, It was cool. And they said normally it's like an actual tunnel. Where people could walk through and do stuff Or
4: they said that they do it over like Lazy Rivers
0: Which Mm -hmm. is amazing That would would be really cool Um, We also talked to some people Apologies for not remembering the company off the top of my head But they do um, Like basketball courts And ice hockey rinks And they do projections on the entire Oh yeah what's their
4: name Like Quincy or something
0: Uh yes I think, I think it, was it was like quince quince logistics or something yeah. like that. it's okay. they scanned our badge, so we'll get an email yeah' <laughs> everyone scanned your badge so yeah. but anyway, they did some really cool stuff. It's really interesting to see like a court used to showcase stuff on the like projection mapping and things so
4: they also did heat maps and stuff like that
0: yeah was really cool that' like, cool. Nice guys, too. Yeah. So what do you think, Gene? Would you want to go again? Is it fun? Yes, I'm
4: devastated that I can't go tomorrow. I want to go back. (laughs) And I definitely want to go next year. I, this is, and I, I, the entire time it felt like a little bit of a betrayal to my (laughs) nine-year-old. I, and there were kids there. So, like, next year I think I'd like to bring him. I think he would have the time of his life.
0: I think he would, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And he could ask. Because you can see everything is like As I said Like there's like Minor stuff And arcade games And, and whatever But like there are people Hashing out multi-million dollar deals For real yeah, coasters Yeah and they're
4: like in, like You can kind of like Peer into a little room And you see a bunch of people Sitting like really Like engaged around a table Yeah In heated conversation
0: Yeah and it's always very fun. To I, see I,
4: that. I did. I did my goal. I met my goal.
0: You, what was your goal? Tell them your goal, and my that you met goal your, your bucket My goal was to
4: find someone who makes fake rocks. Yeah. And I found the fake rock people. That yeah. was
0: what I went in hoping to find. And they and were like, them. "What are you part of?" And you're like, "I'm a geoscientist." And they were like, "Oh, okay." <laughs>
4: like I like real rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So fake rocks are also kind of cool. Your
0: fake shit is almost as good.
4: <laughs> it's almost as good. Yeah. So yeah, that was cool.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it was a good time. We're a little tired now because we did a full day. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock. It's a a big floor uh, and you got to wear good shoes. And I think we managed it. But uh, yeah, so there you go. There's a little bit of IAPA and what we saw. And I'm back to you guys at the podcast.
4: And that was IAPA. (laughs) And we're back. And I wish I was at IAPA again. Yeah,
3: I've always, wanted to, go to that that. I've always wanted to go to that. I've always
4: wanted to go to IOP. Oh, yeah! I can't believe you haven't been, Jack. Yeah,
3: I, I'm, Jack. I'm relatively new to kind of like the actual like you know theme park, podcasting and vlogging world. I've been watching it, but now I'm actually like participating actively in it. So like that's one of the the boxes I have to check off. It's kind of like in video games, E3 was the big thing. You have yeah. to go to E3. Yeah, if
4: you just. Take tomorrow off and show up <laughs> in the press room and say, "Hey, I'm a podcaster." They will let you in. <laughs> They'll let you
2: in. Right, let yeah. me
3: see how much flights are. American has a direct flight from Austin <laughs> to Orlando. MCO. Um,
2: <laughs> worst comes to worst, Jack let let us mark this moment in time and say next year. Let me take you on a tour of the Apple floor because I'm a pro, and that it, it is. I can't tell you how wacky this convention floor is. It's like amazing. It's it was- easy to think it's like imagineering and universal creative you know the design part of this business is this big and, yeah. and it was and, and there
4: was like two like aesthetic design and rock making booths and yeah. then like the rest of it was just
2: bonkers the rest of it's like you know like <laughs>
4: wristbands Chiro ticket machines supplies and I thought they had the tallest and- man over there
2: yeah, it's it's bonkers. Um, yeah. it's where Dippin' Dots were first released. It's where every new oh. weird ice cream treat uh, is released every year. And anyway, um, I would look forward. I'm glad you had a good time, Jeannie. It sounds like it was amazing. Um, I'm so glad you and Nathan went. And, a
4: whole um, day. I was just telling Nathan like this is one of the best days of my life. Oh, <laughs> that's so.
2: All right, fun. marking in time, we're all gonna go next year. You hear that, yes. Nathan? Find a sponsor and and get the podcast yeah. to send us out there. Um, no, it's fun. And I would love to take you guys through it. It is bonkers. If people don't know about the conference, look it up. There are great videos online, re, re, you know, releases of new coaster designs and all so sorts of So many cool stuff.
4: coasters on display.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots wow. of fun stuff. So I miss it. little FOMO for me, but... I'll be back i'm i, I i'm st- still in the fringes of that industry so uh <laughs> I, I will definitely be back and and all my friends are there this week so i'm, I'm seeing you all could create a and, new
5: booth at the that,
2: that's true that's and true there I'll you go pavilion. Yeah. um with that uh i think that's all we have today so rat castle is produced by mr nathan hartman please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode tell your friends Uh, You can give us a five-star review on Apple podcasts and we will read it on the air. You can also um, send us questions to bit.ly slash ratcastle. Remember this, this week's question is what does Bob Chapek collect and why is it weird? (laughs) Um, You can check out our website and learn more about who we are uh, at ratcastle podcast.podbean.com. Jack Patillo. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I really I enjoy talking about theme parks, especially with you guys. Y'all are great.
2: Absolutely. And if you don't follow uh, Jack online, how do, we, how do we get in touch with you online, Jack? Where are you?
3: Yeah, I mean, so uh, Annual Pass is at YouTube.com slash Annual Pass. I am Jack underscore P on Twitter. If Twitter's still around, apparently tonight might be the last <laughs> night it's there. Um, but uh, also YouTube.com slash Jack Patillo. I do all, all my streaming and stuff. It's P-A-T-T-I-L-L-O, two T's, two L's. And uh, yeah, but I'm also over Rooster Teeth as well, roosterteeth.com. That's where we make all of our content a part of Achievement Hunter. And, you know, I've been doing that now for 15, 14 years, a whole long time, a long time. time.
2: (laughs) And and I am so grateful you brought me into that orbit. You're a really fun bunch of people. And and I've had such a great time getting to know you through that podcast and in the real world. And so let's keep it up. Let's do more nerdy things. All about it, man. Let's do it. All right. So, everybody, now please grab your belongings and exit to the left.
3: What
1: foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? (laughs)